2: Hey, it's Zack Clark. With the new year right around the corner, we felt like it was a good time to go back and revisit our favorite episodes of 2023. Traffic is often a big conversation around Metro Detroit, especially when it comes to construction. So to help people out, we set the record straight on the ever-controversial zipper merge method. We'll be back on Tuesday, January 2nd with new episodes. Until then, enjoy this classic. There is often a debate near construction zones, but if you actually ask the authorities, there is no debate on how to merge into fewer lanes.
0: Here's the part that's going to get all my aggressive drivers a little bit angry here, and it's called a zipper merge. It moves a lot faster.
2: But why can't we all just agree to use the zipper merge? The answer cuts more deeply than you might think. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I live in Ferndale and I work in Southfield. My son goes to school in Berkeley. None of those things are far apart. But I can't go any of these places without finding massive amounts of construction, which is really frustrating. We've talked about that on this podcast before. Part of the problem with construction is how people act entering the work zone. And this is where the hotly contested debate happens. Do you get over as soon as possible, or do you merge as late as possible? When we are approaching a construction zone, how should we slim down? We're coming from four lanes. We're going to have to get to two. How do we do it?
0: Here's the part that's going to get all my aggressive drivers a little bit angry. And it's called a zipper merge. What that is, is basically you use all the lanes available to you as you approach that merge point. And then once you get to that merge point of that construction zone or whatever's happening that closes that lane down, what you do is act like a zipper. One lane kind of leaves an open space, lets that person in, they go through, then the next person goes in all the way through until you enter to that merge point. It's so using all the lanes available to you. It moves a lot faster instead of everybody just sitting in one lane. because. One of the biggest practices that we see commonly is everybody gets over to that one lane too soon and creates a huge backup.
2: That right there is the voice of Michigan State Police Lieutenant Mike Shaw. And this is not just a police preference. The Minnesota Department of Transportation did a study that showed zipper merges reduced traffic backups by as much as 40 percent. That is a huge number. So
0: why do people resist? people think it's the polite thing to do or they just want to get over because they're nervous about when they get up to the other point or you know maybe they're a newer driver and they're concerned that once they get there they're going to run against that one aggressive driver that's going to try to keep them from merging into that point so i think there's a couple there and then uh, For some reason, driving has become competitive probably in the last five or six years where we're not just going from A to B anymore. It's like uh, we're getting paid to, to drive a NASCAR to make sure that we get there first and nobody else can do it ahead of us.
2: Driving is physical, right? You use your eyes to see, your hands move the wheel, and your feet work the pedals. But so much of this conversation around why people don't want to use the zipper merge is mental. Dr. Gerald Shiner is the Chief of Psychiatry at DMC-Sinai Grace Hospital in Detroit. He told me that we don't give the task of driving enough credit.
3: Driving is much more stressful than we realize. A lot of driving is on automatic. There's a certain degree of tension. Add to that the pressure that we have to be somewhere and to be there on time makes driving a very competitive experience and we find ourselves unconsciously competing with other vehicles. We try to get out from behind people we think are driving too slow and that pressure in the back of our minds operates sometimes outside of our awareness. Uh, Many of us are running late when our mind wanders, our mind wanders to what we're going to do when we arrive at our destination. When you add things like traffic circles, Or traffic lights where we have to wait patiently, that puts another stress on us because we've already had the mindset of activating ourselves and getting to where we need to go. And sitting still goes counter to that. It's almost instinctual.
2: I totally understand the competition with others on the road, but I kept thinking about something else. My GPS and the estimated arrival time. If it tells me I'm going to arrive at noon, for some reason I find myself racing to beat that time. Dr. Shiner says I am not alone.
3: The toughest competition we have is competing with ourselves. If we're athletic at all, We want to do better than our last time out. And as you say, we have an arrival time in mind, and and we want to punch that clock at a certain time, and we want to get there faster than we have. Apps like Google Map and Waze give us a, a prediction of when we're going to arrive, and there's always the competition to beat it because we always start a little too late, and we're always under tremendous pressure to get there faster. So that heightens our sense of anxiety, and we know this when we think about it. But a lot of times these things occur, again, outside of our awareness, and we don't think about it. We just tend to rush and try to do our best to get there, and it puts pressure on us that we often don't know where it's coming from.
2: There is no question that road rage is on the rise in America. Road rage incidents involving firearms have increased every year since 2018, according to data from the nonprofit Gun Violence Archive. Dr. Shiner has been a practicing psychiatrist for decades. So I wondered how surprised he was by this.
3: I don't find this surprising at all. In America, we work more hours, we work longer, and we work until we're older. In America, we put more pressure on ourselves, we're more spread out, we value our autonomy in individual vehicles when that might not be the best mode of transportation the way we see what we want to accomplish is frustrating our population is growing we're thrown in closer together we have to deal with each other so the kind of frustrations that you see and the kind of violent solutions that you see is not a bit surprising violence and anger arise as an antidote to helplessness and when we're in a situation where we find ourselves being powerless we start getting angry and then we can get aggressive We get more and more risky in our behavior. Back to the
2: actual zipper merge for a second. If somebody is attempting to execute that zipper merge, the person in the other lane has to allow them to do so. How do I know that? Because Lieutenant Shaw told me so.
0: One of the big things we're seeing it's our semi truck drivers, unfortunately, is they'll get up there and they'll try to block off those open lanes. Those are my favorite tickets for them is for somebody that interferes with somebody else's ability to travel down the roadway. We see a lot of that kind of activity that happens or people that just get mad because somebody will hit that merge point before them. And the funny part is, is if you just slow down a little bit, all you got to do is slow down a tad, and you can do that as you're working your way towards the merge, and that person's going to merge right in front of you, and then that's it. You're all through the construction zone with no problems. Call from mom. Answer it
2: Here is something else of which I am guilty. Getting mad when somebody on the road makes a mistake, but then also getting mad at somebody else for getting mad at me for making that same mistake on the road. This is where the episode starts to cut more deeply than I had anticipated.
3: We're sitting at a light and we're lost in thought, and the light changes, and the person behind us hits the horn. We're embarrassed. We cover it up by getting mad at them. Sometimes the things that we see in other people that make us angry with them remind us of parts of ourselves that we don't like, the part that's always in a hurry, the part that's impatient, and we have a hard time coming to terms with ourselves. Keeping that in mind is important, and those are the common sources of anxiety. You know, our intolerance of our own helplessness, uh, our intolerance of our own limitations in what we can accomplish. And if you read the news, you know that these public articulations of anger are becoming more frequent. So we need a way to calm ourselves down. We need a way to be more mindful. And being mindful means be aware of what you're doing in the moment, not just putting yourself on automatic.
2: Being mindful is so difficult. Remember that earlier Dr. Schiner said we don't give driving enough credit for being stressful. So. What is a person to do?
3: We have to remind ourselves that we have to leave and give ourselves enough time to get somewhere. And we have to look to where our mind wanders and remember when we're doing something uh, automatically and not paying attention. So we have to remember. Stop, look, and listen, and that's another thing we learn as a child. And we have to remember to remind ourselves to be here now instead of let our mind wander to somewhere else. And reminding ourselves is, is very hard. You almost need a mantra of telling myself, I'm here in the car, I have a place to go, I need to be careful, I need to be patient, and find a way to relax yourself. I find when I'm driving, if I do that and if I re- remind myself, I'm not going to get there any faster, no matter what I do. And if people have to wait, all I can do is apologize.
2: This episode really isn't about the zipper merge. It works. Use it. This is more about living safely, both mentally and physically. Lieutenant Shaw says about a thousand people die on Michigan roadways each year, and that doesn't include road rage and construction workers. So next time you get behind the wheel, take a deep breath, maybe two. I know I certainly will. Today's big thanks go out to Lieutenant Mike Shaw and Dr. Gerald Shiner for their time today. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes
2: on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,